Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Come on, it's so us. It's the pact. See, it's easy for you. You don't care. We swore we'd go together one way or another. When we were eight? So? Out by 16 or dead in the scene, but together forever. Together forever. United against life as we know it. Asta will be the ship you trust me. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it's scary being a teenage girl. You've got blood oozing out of you once a month, hair growing in strange places and even the urge to just rip everything to shreds. Bee and her sister, Ginger, have trouble fitting in, but when Ginger is attacked by a mysterious creature the night she gets her first period, things take an unexpected turn. Ginger becomes a full-blown raging teen werewolf. Can Bee save her sister before she snaps? Tonight, we find out when the dolls discuss 2000's Ginger Snaps. And now, the Dolls of Horror. Welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. Oh, Jamie. Yeah. Guess what time it is? I feel like it's time for a movie. It's time for a movie. It's Ginger Snaps time. Oh. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen this one. I'm so excited. So I, I just came across this on Tubi and I was like... Hey, this would be a fun one to do. What do you think of this? And you're like, great. And then I realized it's a Halloween movie. And I'm like, I'm not waiting till October. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing this one now. Yeah. Halloween in April. That's what I say. I'm down for that. Halloween every month. Come on. Halloween every month. It's always spooky season for us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jamie, when's the first time you've seen Ginger Snaps? Yeah, so I actually saw this one quite some time ago. I was probably like, I don't know, like 19, 20-ish. Um, a friend recommended it to me. And uh, I love me some werewolves. And, um, of course, I love, you know, horror that has kind of a, a woman um, spin or tells the horrors of just being a lady. And this one does. A pretty good metaphor for that um, through this movie. But it's been a while since I've seen it, so it was nice to revisit it. Um, I... Just like quick uh, RIP memorial to all the dogs who die in this movie. I did oh. forget how many dogs there were that yeah. died. I remember there were some, but I'm like, 
oh gosh, it just kicks right in with that, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, um, I dedicate this episode to all the dogs we lost in Ginger Snaps. When pretend lost. Did, yeah, pretend lost. <laughs> they didn't no really real dogs, the dogs were harmed. <laughs> I'm sure the dogs have now passed, but... They had, didn't really kill the dogs. First time I saw this movie, it was winter 2005. I remember very specifically. It Damn. was probably February, March uh, 2005. I remember because I used my boyfriend Brian's uh, Blockbuster card. Nice. And yeah, so I, I vividly remember. And this was the time where Blockbuster was doing the monthly pass or whatever where you could mm -hmm. rent as many movies as you want and you just like turned one in and checked one out so i did sometimes i did that like on my days off three times a day oh yeah mm -hmm. hell this yeah was one, this was one of those runs man this was one of those runs where i got this never seen it before never heard of it but you know flat rate for all the movies you can watch great um yeah. i knew of emily perkins so i'm like cool like her love it right Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I watched it. I said, this is really good. So then I had to go find part two. Yep. Have you seen part two? Actually, I haven't seen part two yet. It's been on my list for ages and I just Ooh. never have. I yeah. propose I propose we do part two soon. I'd be down for that. I've always meant to see it. And it yes, just never it, happened. It's really decent. It's not terrible at all. And it follows um, B's... Uh, journey after this event and she's in like an asylum situation um either asylum or rehab i think it's i think she's in a rehab situation okay um, and um she can't get her fixed to keep her from turning into a werewolf and there's some twists and it's really good i liked it a whole lot i don't okay. know if i like it as much as this one it's been a while but it's really decent um have you seen the third one i'll oh, probably not right no <clears throat> hated it yeah, I kind of got the sense, I don't know if somebody told me this or just read it or whatever. I think I told you this. Maybe. I got point. the sense I got the sense that a lot of people liked the second one, uh, you know, thought it was good. Um, the third one, not so much. Yeah, the third, well, third one was a prequel, but they went back oh. in time. And they went back to like 100 years ago back in time. Oh. Yeah. It, it was just so, so not interesting for me and so boring i guess if you like that kind of period pieces maybe you liked it um but for me i didn't like it it also felt very cheap mm. i only seen it once and so i've never revisited it but it felt very at the moment time it felt very cheap to me and so i didn't really care for that part of it either maybe if i watched it again i might feel differently um but first viewing really really hated it yeah it's hard it's hard for me to i, I can be kind of like um period pieces it's hit or miss for me like big time and with this one i love like the very like late 90s early two, 2000 uh vibe that it's got going on so it's hard for me to imagine like i don't know this franchise or series in that time period but yeah we'll just have to watch it and see folks so basically these sisters lived many lives as wolves <laughs> is what i remember from part three uh, yeah. I think it's called Unleashed. Uh, yeah, it's just not, um, wasn't good for me. It, it would be interesting to to do that at some point and go back, because that's the only way I'm going to watch it again is if we do it. <laughs> and Deal. go back and see if, I, if I've changed my mind. 
because that has happened before. So yeah. maybe I just maybe mm -hmm. I just wasn't in the mood. You know how it goes. I know. Anyway, that's the first time I saw it. Very very specific memory on this one. <laughs> so crazy right yeah. that's awesome the only thing that would make it better is if you had like a specific date you were like it was <laughs> march you know 5th yes. 2005 you know sometimes i do uh and you know thanks to facebook i knew the exact date i watched scream 4 i was gonna say i do have memories that remind me sometimes where it's like I'm watching this movie and I'm like, I'm glad that I decided to like, you know, record this so that I have it. <laughs> That's what Facebook has become for me is a diary. Helps me remember things where I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's become over the last 15 years for me. It's become a diary. And some of my posts are so like ambiguous. It was like about movies. I, I wrote one post that I didn't mention what I was watching but I think I said something along the lines of, that's how it starts? Really? What the fuck? Um, <laughs> no idea what movie I was <laughs> at all. <laughs> I want to see day, it. I still don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, um, God, part of me wants to say it was a Jennifer Garner movie. I think it might have been like Catch and Release or something. It was not horror. It was super depressing. I remember that. I remember being very sad and depressed. Mm -hmm. So it was like a tearjerker movie. And where everyone dies or something. I don't know. It was just like, it wasn't a fun time. But I was like, that's how they open it? What? <laughs> what are we in for? Gosh. I know. So, <laughs> yeah. Facebook is my is my diary sometimes. And I love it for that. Um, yeah. I admittedly hate it for that sometimes. Where I'm like, why did you have to remind me of this? Why did I post this to remind myself years later? I got to <laughs> say, some of your old pictures of your party days are fucking adorable like you are so cute your hair is so long sometimes yeah yeah oh my god you had the longest most beautiful hair I was like and you were like you look exactly the same it's like you haven't aged at all I mean what's your secret oh I I I'll have to tell you off the air yeah it is a secret <laughs> yeah horror movies horror movies and lots of time with dogs and uh, my, my parents have baby face jeans that's the secret. They got baby faces. Yeah. Man. Yeah. They do. You look exactly the same as you did, what, 13 years ago when you share these Hi. pictures. And I'm like, Check. what? Girl. Check. I, it's, it's still nice. Like, occasionally it still happens. I, I think I told you I, I, um, I never was carded before until like a couple <laughs> years ago. And now I get carded every time. And it's really upsetting to me. Um, but I still have people who are like, Oh wait, how old are you? Oh, you're older than I thought. And I was like, all right, let's let's turn the ship a different direction on this one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good thing because you're older than I thought means you still look like you're like 19. Yeah, for sure. But I'm like, hey, get them to start carding me again though, because I miss that. I was like, what? Hello, are you gonna ask something? You asked the child next to me. I know. I know. Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. yeah. As as a forty year old now, when I card people, it's like <sighs> I feel so old. I'm like, oh, I remember 1997. That was a good year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. All righty. So, for those of you who have not seen Ginger Snaps one from the year 2000, here is the synopsis. Spoilers up the wazoo on this one. Yes, many spoilers ahead. 
Ginger Snaps is the story of two outcast sisters in suburbia, town of Bailey Downs. On the night of Ginger's first period, she, sa- she is savagely attacked by a wild creature and starts to transform into a werewolf. Yikes. Okay, so, Bailey Downs. I'm watching this movie and thinking to myself, where do I know this town name from? I know this name. I said, is this a real place? I thought to myself, I'm like, I know this name. I hear a voice in my head saying the phrase Bailey Downs. It's from a Christmas horror story. Oh. Yeah, the town is Bailey Downs in a Christmas horror story, so that's pretty fun, right? That's fun. That's awesome. I love that movie. It's so good. And I also never thought of this before, but this is um, this is the first time I watched this, and it actually reminds me, I don't know why, a little bit of Jennifer's body. Oh, well, totally. Yeah, did you totally. Ever, did you get that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. I've never got that before uh, in my head. I was like, this is so like Jennifer's body. So, yeah. Um. This is directed by John Fawcett. He did the show Flashpoint. He did Queer as Folk. He did the La Femme Nikita from 1998. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Written by Karen Walton. Also did Flashpoint and Queer as Folk. So that's cool. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Starring Emily Perkins, Mimi Rogers, Chris Lempke, and Catherine Isabel as Ginger. Oh, boy. This movie is so Canadian, too. Like, oh. oh, I know, which I love. I adore it. I adore it. So it was so funny because I'm hearing the phrase sorry all the time. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, and we another, in Canada, baby. Yeah. Man, another <laughs> one of my friends told me this. Apparently, lacrosse is a much bigger game in Canada than it is here. And so it's like that you play that like all the time at every school where here it's like hit and miss. (laughs) Yeah, I know. When I was watching it, I'm like, wait, what is this thing called again? Is it like, like, is it rugby? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. We don't play this year. (laughs) Yes. Like I know some like rich schools, private schools play it here, but you know, Mm -hmm. the public high schools my friends went to did not. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't have anything like that in my little little town in Arizona. <laughs> but apparently, it's commonplace in Canadian high schools, so it's like their game. So yeah. I'll have to ask some of my Canadian friends. Be like, you spend any time playing the cross? And they'd be like, No, I was at the ice skating. I was ice skating or whatever. One or the other, right? <laughs> playing the hockey. Yep, exactly. All right. Well, let's kick off as always with our favorite kill. Why would he want to kill his own girlfriend? There's always some stupid bullshit reason to kill your girlfriend. Girl, what you got? Okay, so I have a couple. And one of them, and it's hard to pick which one of these two is my favorite favorite. So I'll just I'll just say them, and maybe you can help me decide. Okay, so um, my first one I'm going to mention, it's a fake-out kill. But I was watching that amazing collage of all their fake-out kill photos, you know? And there was one, I don't know which girl it was, but um, one of them is like underneath like a lawnmower kind of thing. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, Frank and Hooker, there's a lawnmower in that one. So I like me a good lawnmower thing. Oh, Dead Alive, too. Um, Anyway. Also Sinister. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there a lawnmower kill in one of those? 
Yeah, there is. Yeah, totally. Totally. So I love me a lawnmower kill and you don't get them all that often. So right. They don't come around that often. So even though it was a fake out kill, um, I still counted it because I really loved it. Um, and I would have loved to see it, although it was anyway, it was a fake out thing. Um, I know, but it's too bad. It wasn't a real one, right? Yeah, it was good. Um, and then my other one actually is the werewolf that bites her because, you know, the werewolf is chasing them after the attack and it gets hit by the van and it's just like blood goes everywhere. Like blood just goes everywhere. His van is soaked in blood. The corpse in the road is gnarly. So it's going to be one of those two is my favorite favorite. I just don't know which one. I would. I probably. Mm, it's tough. I have to vote for the real one same i think but yeah. the pictures are great though that's the thing the pictures are amazing and the the montage and the what how they did that was pretty brilliant too so great option but i'm gonna have to go with the actual death yeah so werewolf werewolf the first werewolf, werewolf gets the death for me yeah that that's the initial like car crash right mm-hmm. in the beginning yeah. yeah that that made my list for sure um not my winner but made my list um so that's probably like my honorable mention. I have two favorites. Um, my first runner up, so my number two is the janitor in the hallway. Okay. Loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loved it. It was so drawn out and wonderful. And um, my winner, though, is Trina Sinclair. Um, it's so good. And she's such a bitch, but she's also so insecure. And it's also very sad. But I love it. It's an accident. She accidentally slips and falls and whacks her head on the counter. And that would so be me. (laughs) Like, it would be me. That's how I would go out in a horror movie. It would be an accident of my own clumsiness. I also really love just like the milk and the blood mixing together. Oh, yeah. so oh I I love milk and blood together. I'm trying to think of the other movie where there's we like milk and bo- I know. And I'm like, what movie was that where there was like milk and blood and it was all mixed together? And when it blended together, it was like a really nice color, almost like a pinkish red, you know? Yeah. Um, and I cannot remember what movie it was, but. Me neither, but I remember this conversation. Yeah, because we were like, milk and blood. That's a good combo. That, that looks nice. I've, I want to say that it was semi-recent, like within the last six months. But all the the last three years have just really blended together. And I can't say that for sure. <laughs> yeah, beats me. I feel like it was recent too. But right. anyway, always like to see that. Get a little bit of lawnmower. Get a little bit of blood and milk. This movie has it all. It does. It does. Yeah, so that's definitely my winner. I did have in the beginning, because I was like panic writing basically because i didn't know what i was going to come across later you know how that goes yeah so i did have that initial uh wolf kill in the beginning plus it's a great way to kick off the movie mm-hmm. but um yeah it didn't make my final i love the janitor and trina the best those are both good they are so good this movie had some really great kills again the practical effects for the win always mm-hmm Okay, fashion moment. So many looks. Yeah, looks. Oh, I have a definite winner. Okay. I have an honorable mention. You did have a little trouble on this one. I only had these two things, and the honorable mention was, again, kind of a panic pick in case I couldn't find something else. My honorable mention is mom's pumpkin earrings. (laughs) 
I love them. Those, those were cute. They made it to my initial list because I just write down everything I notice and then narrow it down, you know, for this. Yeah. But I, that made my initial list. It was cute. Part of me wanted them for props. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want to wear them. Anyway, my winner goes to our girl Ginger. Um, when she goes back to school on her first day back after her change starts and she's wearing this like skirt, a square neck, three quarter length top. And you know, that's my jam. Um, she's wearing one of those rope chokers that we wore, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> she has an animal skull necklace as well. I mean, that I will kind of also want as a prop because I want mm -hmm. it. Um, <laughs> it's not a prop, but I want it. And it's so early 2000s late 1990s and it is still my favorite look for sure and that was like her like hot girl like yeah. debut right after yes. after everything happened and then she like strolls into the hall at, at school and everybody's like whoa look at her it really like reminded wild. me of the it totally reminded me of the reveal of nev campbell and the craft Oh, yes. She gets better, you know? Mm -hmm. Totally. <laughs> totally. Because, you know, you're a freak girl, and then all of a sudden you're a hot girl. And so, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, that's my winner. I love it. I'll wear it today. Fight me. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Aw. Okay. Well, that was actually one of mine. Um, Specifically, like, okay. So, I think B had this one on. Um, It was like a little bird skull necklace. It was like a little bird skull, and it was so cool. I like bones, um, so that, that was awesome. Was so good. I know. So yeah. I definitely wear that. That was probably my favorite piece of all fashion wise. Was like the little bird skull necklace thing. Um, and then um, my other one. Um, it's towards the end when Ginger get lo gets locked in the bathroom, and she's just wearing like a blue uh, t shirt, I think, panties, mm -hmm. and then her tail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the tail. <laughs> I love the tail so much and you get to see it. So I'm like, okay, so that's my favorite look. <laughs> I like the evolution of the tail too. Me too. Cause first it's just a little stub when she like B pulls down her panties and there's just like a little tail and it's like wagging. Like a, nub, a little nub. <laughs> you know. And then she, ta she tapes it to her leg at one point, you know, to kind of like love yes. it so much. Yes. <laughs> It's not easy yeah. to wrap a tail, but like, you know, she looked good doing it. She did. I loved it. I'm not mad. <laughs> okay. That might be one of my epic lines. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. My epic line and like right now, like game time decision. I have like 10. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> it might be tail related. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to best hair. How's my hair? hurricane proof hey it's all about the hair i feel like it's such a cop-out but it, i just it's the best hair um so it's ginger's beautiful red hair when it's got like the two white streaks in it when she first emerges you know in that mm -hmm. hot girl look or whatever um i just love it love her red hair just by itself but when you get the like streaks in it that adds that extra extra little something to it very nancy thompson huh i know it is very <laughs> nancy I loved it. Um, I had that as well. Ginger with her two gray streaks is how I called it. Um, mm -hmm. But, I mean, you, girl, you know what my winner is. You know. You know. It's got to be Trina, of course. I know it girls. is. <laughs> so beautiful. I wish mine looked like that. They're so perfect. And 
long. My hair doesn't really grow long like that, but oh, so beautiful. I have hair envy, Aprina. Well, I wrote, I noted that one uh, specifically because I thought you were going to pick it. Um, so I right. almost, yep, I almost picked it because I'm like, oh, it makes me think of summer because I think she's going to pick this one. <laughs> now, from now on, every time you watch a movie and someone has killer curls, I always yeah, like I summer. Summer I already like these that. curls. Yep. <laughs> no matter what the movie is, comedy, musical, horror, you're like, summer would like those curls. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, prop we would like to own. I brought something out from my tree. Where did you get that? Oh, I think we all have the same things, I'm pretty sure. I have a list. I do have a list of a few, but I have a feeling we ha definitely have at least like two in common. Yeah. Okay. Um, how many you got? I have one, two, three. I have four. I have three, so you can start. Okay. Let's start with our winners. Okay, let's start with our winners. Um, the winner for me is definitely going to be the Polaroid of the werewolf. I love it so much. So that cool. one specifically? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's the one that she leaves and Sam, like, finds it and he's, like, lycanthrope yeah. or whatever. And yeah. it's just, like, oh, it's so good. It's, like, such a perfect Polaroid, but it's, like, the wolf's face, like, half the wolf's face. Love it. Need that? I would frame it. <laughs> I have... Bees Polaroids, all of them, like the the fake out kills. Those mm -hmm. those Polaroids, I want them all. Um, I love that collection it's a, too. It's a collection in an album, maybe framed in a in a frame on the wall. You know, I think they'd be great. So I love them all. I couldn't pick just one. They're a perfect set. Definitely. Um, next up, I would love the missing Trina poster. Me too. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's my number two. I thought you'd have that on there. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it's Trina, of course, first of all. And we all know we love us some paper props, right? It's true. It's, it's true. true. Um, right. Go. You go. Um, well, I, I, I'm confused at my notes because I think I wrote this twice. First, I wrote the opening title death photos, and then I wrote these Polaroids, but aren't they the same thing? So I have this twice, so I'm just going to go with all that jewelry that I picked for my fashion moments. I also want that, and there I will we go. wear it. I will. There we go. I would wear it with you. Um, yeah. I would also really like the Bailey Downs, a safe and caring community sign in the very beginning. Yes. Has a horse-drawn, like, carriage. And then I'll also take a dog's leg. A dog's leg? Because <laughs> there's some parts, and I'd be like... Sorry that this dog character passed away in the movie, but this is a pretty cool prop. <laughs> kind of want the tail. <laughs> the tail's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> or like what, one of the prosthetic heads would be cool too. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. If it was all one piece, I'm not really sure how they did that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking very outside of the box on this one. I want all the paper stuff. The sign is a great But they're idea. good. Yeah. The paper stuff's the best stuff. Yeah, the sign is so good. Um, I can just imagine acquiring a replica of that sign, a small version, of course, taking it to conventions, having both the Ginger Snaps people sign it and then the Christmas Horror Story people sign it. There you go. <laughs> Duper. <laughs> oh, girl, it is time for Epic Lines. Boy, the next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit. 
because it's definitely getting chisel on your tombstone. Okay, so Nina told us that I should go first because I have so many and we have no duplicates for once. It's so crazy. I can't believe it. So, oh, golly, this is tough. Um, okay, so... My second runner-up, my number three, comes kind of towards the end. It's about an hour in, and it's kind of long. It's about 40 seconds. But it starts off with, I just got a few questions for her, like, why I'm growing a goddamn tail, or something along those lines. Is Ginger avoiding me? I'm feeling pretty good right now. I just got a few questions for her, like, uh, I'm growing a goddamn tail out of my ass, and I thought you might have a few tips on how to deal with keeping that quiet. Hurting me won't help. See, I'm up to some whack shit right now. I'm way out on the corner, fucked up and evil. You want to know what I did for fun last night, huh? My own freaking dog, okay? And what am I supposed to do about that, huh? You're gonna be in deep shit. <laughs> and it ends with you're gonna be in deep shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Good much stuff. fun. So much fun. So yeah, that's my uh second runner up. My first runner up is just because I find it so relatable and it is so me. And I remember having freakouts on my mom exactly like this. I like, I watched this scene and I guess this, maybe this is a normal teenage girl thing, even though I was not turning into a werewolf. This conversation basically happened. Mm -hmm. um, and that is when mom walks in on, on Ginger and, you know, she snaps at her and says, get out. And, um, you know, mom's like, why? And she's basically like, I'm just bad. All right, get out. Dad's battery is dead again. He's stranded at the supermarket. Want to go for a ride? Jesus, can't you knock? Don't you Jesus me. You don't have anything I haven't seen before. That's what you think. What is that supposed to mean? Nothing. I'm just, I'm fat. All right, get out. Ginger, you are not fat. These, these, Fashion models are all on speed to look like that. Get out! Okay. Gosh. I'll be back soon. So, I remember having this conversation exactly in... For no reason except for I felt fat. I was not turning into a werewolf. <laughs> so, Aww. yeah, it was just very relatable and really took me back like 25 years. I remember this vividly. This mm -hmm. one specific instance. So I was like, whoa. Yeah. Good writing. I was going to I was going to say um this movie's directed by a man I think but mm -hmm. I was like it's definitely written by a woman definitely mm -hmm. and so I had to look that up cuz I was like oh my yeah. god the metaphors in this movie for just being a girl like yeah. the feels the feels <laughs> so yeah definitely relatable and I heard that this was um direct the director picked her to write it that's cool 
Yeah. So he said that you really wanted he really wanted her to to write this one. And apparently she said no in the beginning because she thought it was just going to be another exploitive um, horror movie. And he's like, no, 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 no. You know, I want you to do your thing. And she did her thing and she did great. So yeah, she did. That's why we have this gem. Um, my winner <laughs> it made me laugh out loud, literally laughed out loud on the train on my way home. And that's, girls, I told you, no more deaths in the house. Jesus Christ on a bicycle, what the? Girls, I told you, no more deaths in the house. Don't be mad. It's for extra credit. Back to Immaculate in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. it if, if, if a line makes me chuckle and not just in my head. You know, it's kind of got to got to be a winner almost. And so that one is. Did you have any of those on your initial list? Um, I don't think so. I did. I mean, I think I noted. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I had any of those on my initial Ooh. list, actually. I don't awesome. think so. Awesome. But I will tell you what I did have on my list. Was that all your lines? You said you had like 10. Oh, I have like 10, but you give me <laughs> yours. And then if I find anything I like. And I want to mention we can do that. Okay. Um, so first off, I'll just say, like, I didn't include a lot of these, but I'll just say, like you were saying with the relatable lines, mm -hmm. there's some where it, like, again, it was, like, such a deep feel that I'm like, no, I'm not even going to talk about it because I can't, but I'm going to. But, you know, there's the point where she says something like, he's he's going to be a hero. I'm just a lay. I'm just a, I'm just a stupid freak lay or whatever. Yep. Just probably out there telling everyone what a freak I am. We'll say the same thing about him. It doesn't work like that. I mean, he got laid. I'm just a lay. He's a hero and I'm just a lay. A freak mutant lay. And it's like how, as a woman, like how many of us have felt that way, right? So like that was like... Ooh, just hit me where I'm like, man. So yeah, she nailed it on the writing. Anyway, though, that didn't make my list. It just made me feel things. Um, yeah, okay. it made me feel things too. It really made me feel things. So I was <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like too new, too new, too fresh, oh, too I... fresh. <laughs> Not so. a werewolf, but I feel these things. Yeah, I mean, just I wrote the that way... down. Yeah, I gave that one to yeah. Nina for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another another girly line that I think us we all can relate to is um are you sure it's just cramps and then she's like just so you know the words just and cramps don't go together. Are you sure it's just cramps? Just so you know. The words just and cramps they don't go together. I wrote that one down to you right away where I'm just like I, I knew you would yes yep. it didn't make my final list but that one was on my list super relatable as well okay but the ones that did make my list are actually more on the funny side because <laughs> this one has some really fun um yes really fun it stuff does in it. <laughs> um so okay i'll start with my winner um and this is towards the very beginning and it's when like the two sisters are like talking their shit you know and mm -hmm. it's like her and it's like DOA in the hair aisle, perished while seeking matching barrettes on nothing but diet pills and laxatives. They, and then she ends it with, 
Favorite homework excuse? My nail glitter ate it. Hey, search and destroy. Go. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Trina Sinclair. I'm totally. Totally love you. Excellent selection. Continue. Trina Sinclair. DOA at the hair dye aisle. Perished while seeking matching barrettes on nothing but diet pills and laxatives. Likes her short stuck up her ass crack. Favorite homework excuse? My nail glitter <laughs> ate it. Basic pleasure model. Your standard cum buckety. Good one. <laughs> Why didn't I use that in school? <laughs> my nail glitter ate it. That's my favorite. I'm like, oh, burn. I love it. Um, so that was my very favorite one. <laughs> so good. So good. I, I missed that one. Like, I remember it, but I don't know why I didn't pay attention to notate. That's just brilliant. Yeah. Okay. And then my, um, my next one after that, um, and again, I think it just speaks to you again, like growing up, whatever, lady stuff. And yeah. she says, I can't have a hairy chest bee that's fucked. Whoa. Whoa. That's it. Whoa. I can't have a hairy chest bee that's fucked. <laughs> yeah. Also good. <laughs> um, and then my last one, it's part of like a larger quote, I believe, but it's just when they're talking about boys and she says, total hormonal toilet. God. I think Cardi just checked me. Like you care, right? High school, just a mindless little breeder's machine. Total hormonal toilet. Rather wait it all out in our room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, I have one more I wanted to mention. Because um, I thought it was cute. You know, we always, again, written by a brilliant woman, we always talk about men talking down to us and, you know, mansplaining, right? Well, I like to call this one woman-splaining. And that is mom, all right? And she goes, stay in your own little world, Henry. This one just confuses you. I think they're up to something. They're just being normal teenage girls. And why are they suddenly so interested in what you have to say? Stay in your own little world, Henry. This one just confuses you. I think that came <laughs> from mom. I did. <laughs> right? Yeah, woman-splaining at its finest, and I loved it. Ah, it was good. Mom had some gems. Mom had some gems. I think she also, I, anyway, um, I can't think of the specific line, but she she had some gems. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Again, primo writing. So good. So definitely. Okay. It is time to talk about our acting, but before we do that, we need to take an ad break. Now there's about 20 of them out there. What will we do? Don't worry. We're safe in here. They'll never get in. Why is it that in every zombie story, people always think that their safe haven is invulnerable? I know. It's like, hello, the walkers are totally going to get in. You better get ready for it. <laughs> Diane, get behind me. No, it's not stopping. Do something, Jack. 
And another thing, how come nobody in a zombie story has ever seen a zombie story? Do you know how much time in human life would be saved if just one person in the group was up on the genre? What do we do? Aim Aim for for the the head. head. What? Aim Aim for for the the head. head. You heard them. Aim for the head. Quick, Diane, I think we should try and fix the barricades. I think we should listen to them. Now that's the first good idea they've had all episode. I still don't think they're going to make it. Aim for the Head, a weekly podcast covering the hit AMC programs The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Join hosts Diana and Steve as they recap and discuss the latest episodes. Aim for the Head, available on iTunes. You can also follow them on Facebook. And now for actors. I know every face in here. i got a respect for the unknown actor. All righty. Um, let's start off with Bridget, actually, B, because she's the one that carries on into part two. Okay. Um, God, I love this woman. Been a fan of hers since It, of course. Um, that's probably my favorite role of hers. What about you? Oh, yeah. That's what I think of her first. But um, And then this one. Um, mm-hmm. I might actually think of her in this one first um, and then It. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, you know, honestly, I thought I've seen her in more. Um, I think it's just because I know her so well from those two in particular. Mm-hmm. But um, she's also played has a little part in Juno, and uh, she's in uh, She's the Man as well. I remember I her in She's the Man. <laughs> me too. And I'm like, oh, I love that movie. It's been a while. <laughs> it made me like the movie so much more when I saw her. I was like, I'm in. Emily yeah. Perkins, yes, please. Exactly. Also, a movie of the week called Broken Pledges. Of course, like, just just our type of movie, you know. Yeah. And uh, most recently, it looks like she was in uh, several seasons of Supernatural. Hmm. I have seasons listed five, seven, and fifteen. There was a they made fifteen seasons. Wow. Oh. I didn't watch it clearly. But yeah, that ran a long time. I didn't realize it run that long. Yeah, I haven't seen that much of it. I have friends who really like it. Yeah. I haven't really watched too much of it. But yeah, that's a long run. I've seen an episode here and there, but I haven't watched it. Watched it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is a long run. So yeah, she did that. Um, okay. Catherine Isabel playing Ginger. Of course, we talked about her in American Mary. Um, she's so cool. Um, have you seen See No Evil too? I haven't yet. We've talked about it because it has such a good cast and I'm like, I've got to see it. <laughs> have you seen See No Evil 1 yet? I have. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah see No Evil 2 directed by the Sasuke sisters. So yeah. we got to watch it. Um, yeah. She was so funny in that. She's so funny in that. Her comedic timing in See No Evil was right on point. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, we got to watch that. Uh, Freddy versus Jason as well. Mm-hmm. Love uh, Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> uh, disturbing behavior. Yep. Mm-hmm. Insomnia. Um, a lot of these actors and crew did work on the show Flashpoint because that was a Canadian show. She is one of them. Um, she did. A movie of the week in 1997 called Married to a Stranger with Jacqueline Smith. Also, she did a movie called The Green Sea, which our girl Elena appeared in briefly. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that one was filmed over in Ireland. So, yeah, Elena got to be a little extra in that one. And she even had a line or two. That's awesome. It is awesome. So, yeah. 
Um, anything else for Catherine Isabel for you? Yeah, she was in this movie, a horror movie called The Girl in the Photographs, which I liked pretty okay. Um, she was in, she's in Bones and Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Totally forgot about that one. Chris Lemke played Sam. Uh, for me, basically Final Destination. Yeah, Final Destination three. three. And then um I do kind of remember him from that show Joan of Arcadia. I remember the mm -hmm. show, but I didn't actually watch it, but I remember when it was on. Oh, I watched that one. Um and he was like in um I don't know, like quite like quite a few really? episodes. I think I think he played God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I it's been a while, but I'm pretty sure that's what I was reading. Um but yeah, I kind of recognize I remember him from that and um mostly Final Destination three. I so good in Final Destination 3. I love part oh. 3 so much. I love part 3 as well. It's super fun. So we should do yeah, we got to get into the Final Destination we series. We really do. So, I mean, this this seems to be the year of series. Mm -hmm. Right? We're doing the Hellraiser stuff. We're doing we did the Suspiria tetralogy. Um what Basket other series? Basket case, we finished those. Mm -hmm. We started Ghoulies. We're two down, two to go on ghoulies. So this is the year for us in series. So why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we have our ongoing series like the Halloweens that we do every Halloween, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Friday the 13th. So we do Friday the 13th, mm -hmm. obviously. So yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. He was also in Flashpoint as well. All righty. Um, our, I mean, I think of her as our headliner, Mimi Rogers. She's our one of our veteran actors in this one, right? Um, playing mom, mom named Pamela. She has 176 uh, projects under her belt. But what are your favorites? Yeah, I, I actually don't know her as well as I thought I did. Um, I mean, she's been in a lot of shows. Um the movies I was most familiar with that she's been in were Austin Powers, Monkey Trouble, and The Doors. I had Monkey Trouble. <laughs> I loved Monkey Trouble. I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listeners, don't hate me. Mimi, don't hate me. I get her confused with Minnie Driver in my head, like a lot. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. Anyway. Um, yeah. But things that Mimi did was uh the gina davis show which i watched um she did a show I called gina it, davis i know she had a short-lived show it was fun um, I, I saw that on imdb and i was like why haven't i ever seen the gina davis show i love gina davis anyway it was the moment of, of it was in the moment of those shows being named after the celebrities that starred in them yeah like there's tons of them oh yeah so, that was a thing yeah, it was a thing then. And so, yeah, she was in that one. Another show I remember, it's called, <clears throat> it's like, you know, <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> oh. I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, you know, that's what it's called. And I remember gotcha. that one and I loved the title of it, of course. Um, she did A Kiss to Die For with Tim Matheson. She did... Da -da 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 -da. Oh, okay. I told you I was doing my Hellraiser 3 homework. And here is one of the Hellraiser 3 connections. Um, she did a series called Paper Dolls, which I 
do remember watching at grandma's house. Shout out to the grandmas as always. Shout out to the grandmas. Fairly certain Deanna might have watched it. One of the older kids was watching it. Oh, my God. Very positive this is where I saw this. It had to be because it was in the late 80s. Um, starred Terry Farrell and Morgan Fairchild and a bunch of other people. So remember this show, very short-lived. Um, and my favorite thing, though, of Mimi's is the Tales from the Crypt episode titled Beauty Rest. Mm-hmm. It's about a beauty pageant, and it's terrific. It's so good. Aw, so I haven't good. seen that one. It's so to, good. I'm still like catching up on those because I never had access to that channel when I was younger. Yeah, it's like HBO or something. Yeah, it was. I was lucky we did have HBO. That was the only premium channel that we had. So I watched them, some of them first run. It was a big thing. And they came on at like 11 o'clock at night and my mom wouldn't let me stay up. So I had to tape it. You know, um, had to tape it on the good old VHS, right? And yeah. so, yeah, so I did see some of these first run for sure. But I honestly thought that I had seen all of them before. And then when I bought the DVDs, there were some that I missed completely. I said, this one is brand new. It's kind of special. Oh, bonus. Right? Yeah. Right? So it's pretty neat. Um, anything for Mimi else for you? I had much no. trouble too. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I need to rewatch that one. Um, With Thora Birch. I remember that movie. <laughs> me too. Uh, now I got to rewatch it. It's been a I had the novelization of it that I bought at the Scholastic Book Fair. Oh, the book fair. Oh my God. That was like my like Super Bowl when I was a kid because I loved reading. So when the book fair came to town, I was like, oh, I'm saving up my allowance money and I'm going to get me some fucking books. Um, Yeah. Oh, okay. Man, I love the Scholastic Book Fair. I wish I still got to go to those. I know, right? (laughs) Do you, um, in your memory bank of fond memories of the scholastic book fair do you have a specific book you remember that you were very very excited about getting because i do oh i'm trying to recall i knew you were going to ask that i feel i don't remember i don't remember specifically what books i was really excited about but i was reading so many books when i was little so it could have been so many different things (laughs) see we've talked about this before i was i wanted to read so many books but i was not a good reader so I bought Mm -hmm. books and I never read them right like a bunch of goosebumps and stuff and I could never get through them because I felt really dumb but I just couldn't do it but one book I remember specifically it's tales from the crypt related as well it was called jokes from the crypt keeper and I still have it that's awesome (laughs) that's a good find I still have it um of course it wasn't like a novel or anything. So, you know, it's easy to read jokes. So it's just two sentences. So, yeah. And there were some really fun illustrations in it. Oh, my gosh. I have to send you guys pictures. It's so good. Sounds adorable. It's so adorable. It's so adorable. Anyway, yeah, that's that was my favorite find at the Scholastic Book Fair. But I, too, was very excited for that. And even though I wasn't a good reader, I just loved the thought of getting books and trying to read them. <laughs> It was fun to see all the different covers. And oh. anyway, it was just a good time. The cover art on those books were damn near as good as the cover art on the VHS cases. Totally. Right? So totally. good. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Jesse Moss plays Jason. 
also Final Destination 3. Yeah. Uh, we talked, we obviously probably already talked about him when we did Tucker and Dale, though I don't actually remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, he did the movie The Uninvited, which I really enjoyed. Did you see that one? I haven't seen that one. Oh, it mm -hmm. was good. I think it was a remake of a foreign film, I think. Could be wrong. But it was really good. Kind of twisty. You should definitely check it out when you want, like, a mystery. Cool. And uh, he voiced a lot of cartoons of the 90s as well. Yeah, I noted that. I just wrote lots of kids shows mm -hmm. that I recognized. Then his voice aged out of kids shows, obviously. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. John Burgess played Henry, another veteran actor, 130 plus roles. Um, I don't know a whole lot of them. I know some of the movie of the weeks, though. Did you recognize him from anything? Not really. I mean, there were things he's been in that I, I know, you know, like I, mm -hmm. I love Schitt's Creek. It's like one of my favorite shows. And he's in he's credited in two episodes, but it's like he's not a major character. You know, he's like in two episodes. So I'm mm -hmm. like, eh, I, I kind of think I remember him, but not super. So I recognize some of the stuff he's been in, but didn't super recognize him. I recognize three movies specifically. Um, again, movie of the weeks. Uh, one was Double Jeopardy with Brittany Murphy. Oh, okay. Brittany I Murphy. Know. Young Brittany Murphy. Um, when Innocence is Lost with Carrie Russell. Pretty sure we talked about that movie with Barry Flatman, too. Pretty sure that's the one that he was in. He was in a Carrie Russell movie, and I think that's the one he was in. Um, and also Love Thy Neighbor with Alexandra Paul. So I know him from his TV movies. <laughs> Let's see here. Christopher Redman played Ben, um, 91 credits, but I've only seen like two things. What about you? Um, you know, he was in this like Lifetime original movie what? about Char Char Charlie Manson called Manson's Lost Girls. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. I watched it where I was like, what was this Manson thing? And I'm like, it's okay. Um, and then what year-ish some... was this? uh like not sure. last 10 years long time Probably. ago no i'd say it was more like last 10 years kind of era mm -hmm. of lifetime newer lifetime right that's what i want newer older <laughs> yeah newer newer yeah. um probably within the last 10 years um and then yeah um he was in some shows i recognized too but not super familiar with him the only ones that i really really remembered was of course he was in the John Carpenter episode of Masters of Horror called oh, Cigarette mm -hmm. Burns. Okay. Uh, he did uh, two episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark in 1994. Oh, and I forgot to write down everybody, but there were multiple people in this mm -hmm. cast who did Are You Afraid of the Dark, Goosebumps. Makes sense because yep. those were Canadian shot um, mm -hmm. TV shows. So thought that was cool. This must be, this is probably a Canadian one as well. Um, yeah, you know what? It had to be because, well, it didn't have to be, but Avonlea was a spinoff of Anne of Green Gables, and that was Nova Scotia, right? I'm think. not sure. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, yeah, so he was in the show Avonlea, which I was obsessed with as a kid, completely obsessed. It starred Sarah Pauly and a bunch of people, and uh, beyond obsessed, because I was obsessed with Anne of Green Gables as well. So, yeah. I really only um, had like one other person to be honest because like I didn't that? recognize a little. Um, so actually, I thought this was just a really fun credit. 
Lucy Lawless has an uncredited I... role as the announcer on the school's PA system. It's fucking Zena. I love Lucy Lawless. So I was like, oh, badass. That is so cool. So I had to mention So badass. Her. I love that too. I have two others, though I don't really know them, know them that much. Um, one of them plays um, the nurse, Lindsay Lease. I know her from Christmas movies, of course. I'm, if you saw that, you saw that, right? I did. You know. You're like, <laughs> I know what Summer knows her from. I'm like, I have a feeling Summer's seen a couple of her films. <laughs> yeah. And the other is the janitor. Now, while I don't personally know his work, he has 328 credits to his name, mostly hong kong type movies um but he was also in mimic yeah i noticed that yeah mm -hmm. yeah but 328 things this guy apparently is like a legend just because i don't know him not does not mean he's not a big deal um so yeah that was pr probably a really fun get for them to get for this movie for sure Alrighty, cinematography I've, I've never seen anything like this before in my life our cinematographer on this one was Tom Best. Um, he also did Queer as Folk, and we've talked about the, you know, the connections that the writers and um, director had to that show. Um, what were your favorite cinematography moments? Okay, so um, I will say right off the Right off the bat, I really liked the kind of almost like bleak shot of like the community, right? Mm -hmm. It had a bleakness to it um, that I really appreciated. Um, I will say one of my favorite shots of the whole movie is when B is in the grocery store and it's a low, it's shot up, up, right? And so she's looking at this towering aisle of feminine products, pads yes. and stuff. Yes. And the way that it's shot, it's low and it's looking up. So you're with her feeling just like the weight of this task, you know, where she's like, I don't know what I'm doing with this. Um, so I really thought that was a well done a cinematic moment that said a lot really liked that oh yeah it said so much without without any dialogue um which was amazing i also really liked um i also just really liked how the whole lacrosse like fight kind of scene looked i liked how they did that um i also really like uh the lighting in this movie there were some really interesting mm -hmm. lighting moments there's a moment where b is sitting in at her desk and in class and the projector is going, but the way she's lit, it's very like almost stage lighting. Um, so I thought the lighting was really cool in this movie too. Um, and then can I see. can I um can I add to that real quick on the lighting? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, of um, course. Fun fact, um, most of our day shots were shot at night, so day for night, and they were uh lit by using an 18 kilowatt floodlight. Oh, okay. For a lot of those scenes. So I thought it, they did a really good job because it really did look daylight. Like I would never would have thunk it. I would have had no idea. So yeah, again, mm -hmm. great job on the lighting. Um, yeah. And then just overall, um, I just thought this movie was like well shot. Um, you could see everything really clearly. It didn't always necessarily like stand out where I'm like, oh, that's a moment. Like when she's in the grocery store. But just overall, I thought this was super clean. Um, the camera moved really smoothly. There was some nice like pans when following them when they were like walking and stuff like that. So overall, just really, really crisp and good cinematography. Agreed. But again, two, using low more. using low angles to kind of make things big, you know, shooting overwhelming. From down here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, did a lot of that, which I like. Completely agree. Um, 
two more things I had to add onto that is I really loved the scene where they're prepping the monk's hood. Is that what they called the? I can't remember what the flower uh, was called, but I called it like the closet cure that they were making. The closet cure. When they're prepping the closet cure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know what word I was trying to fight for just now, but yeah. Um, I really love that. And it was kind of like paired with the ginger freaking out montage too. So I really enjoyed that whole scene. Also, um, I think the character's name is Jason. I just called him Wolf Boy. Um, <laughs> I love the scene where he's stumbling away with a syringe sticking out of his neck. <laughs> so good. I loud. I laughed yeah. out loud. I thought it was great. I thought it was so good. Again, throwing in a little bit of comedy into maybe a serious moment to lighten the mood. So good. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. All right. That's all I have for the cinematography. Same. Really good. Terrific. Moving on to special effects. Doesn't matter what happened. What matters is what looks like what happened. And what looks like what happened is pretty nasty. Oh, girl. Okay. So I was telling you that I was doing my Hellraiser 3 homework, right? Yeah. Well, here's, here's where the biggest correlation comes in. So Gary Tunnicliffe did effects for both this and Hellraiser 3. All right. Nice. Other, other people did effects on this too, but that was the name that I really like noticed, right? Um, if you don't know, Gary has also done Candyman. Uh, most of the Hellraiser movies, okay? Most of the later ones, like three and on. Um, okay. He also wrote Hellraiser Revelations and Judgment. He did effects for Most Likely to Die, The Collector and the Collection. Amazing movie, nice. effects-wise. Yeah. Piranha 3 Double D. Yes. <laughs> Scream 4. Okay. Wow. My My Bloody Valentine 3D. We just talked about that this year. We did. Um, the Feast movies. Okay. Pumpkinhead 4. Okay. <laughs> Halloween 6 and 8. Okay. <laughs> Wishmaster. Okay. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not done. Warlock guys, 2. Guys got bars. Like. <laughs> and one more that we've also talked about. Sleep Stalker. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, well. we, we know this guy's work so much. Again, lots of people do effects, but this is the name that I knew. And when I was doing the Hellraiser home, we were like, wait a second. Uh-uh. So yeah. that was a really cool realization. Um, this movie had some amazing effects. What were your favorite moments? Oh, gosh. Okay. So, um, you know, right off the bat, I love all the death photos. Um, mm -hmm. They look great, um, especially that... Um, Especially the one where she's like on the picket fence, <laughs> I impaled on the picket fence. Love that moment. So good. Yeah. And then I have to say, I really love um, when she's okay. So I love when there's the fur that's starting to grow on her. I love when she's shaving um, and mm. she's trying to shave this fur. Um, I loved how it looked. And again, um, it said so much without like having to say any words in that moment. Again, such a metaphor. Um, so I really liked that. And then um, I have to say, I really liked, um, I liked Sam at the end, you know, he gets like pulled out and then they're both like drinking up his blood, eating up his blood next to him. It's all bloody. Um, and then Sam. 
I know, poor Sam. And um, just the transformation on this one, um, Ginger's transformation, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, my favorite trans werewolf transformations was going to be Werewolf in London, but I thought that this one, you know, it was short, but it was um, it had some like gooeyness to it and it seemed really painful. Mm -hmm. um, so I did like it. And um, I liked the look of the werewolves because I like my werewolves to have that human kind of spindly long arms, long body where it's not quite like a four-legged like wolf but you know you see that mm -hmm. human i really like the long leg werewolf yeah. so i did think the werewolf design was pretty cool you know what was really really interesting about um this transformation i think we've talked about it in a previous episode just in passing mm -hmm. is this this movie made the werewolf transformation a month long yeah it wasn't mm -hmm. You transformed on a full moon. You transformed until the full moon, and then you were a wolf, basically, yep. right? Yeah. So I thought that was a very interesting way to do it because you get almost you you almost kind of get like your teen wolf feels of like the what's happening to me? I'm growing here in weird places, and I got a tail moments, right? Mm -hmm. um, I am not a big werewolf movie fan. I love American Werewolf in London. It's not my favorite subgenre. This is probably one of my most favorites werewolf movies. This, The Howling, and American Werewolf. Yeah, I mean, honestly, to me, if if you have those three, you're 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 good. <laughs> yeah, and there's so many other werewolf movies. They're kind of like zombies. They're just done, 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 done. And I've never mm -hmm. gravitated towards this subgenre of of movies. But this is one of my this is my top three for sure in werewolf yeah. movies um effects wise again um i love ginger's partial preview of the transformation um on the bed when she's getting pierced uh let's see here um ginger's werewolf eyes i don't really know exactly which scene i was talking about but i liked it mm -hmm. apparently <laughs> um okay wolf i just wrote wolf and then commas um the skin muscle as opposed to 100% fur. Pretty amazing. Loved it, like you said. Yeah. Um, I really liked that look. Uh, I love the half-wolf face transformation with the white hair paired. That was a really cool moment in effects. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we go to the full-blown jumping werewolf, which I also loved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I thought this was a very good, a very original take on body horror. I really liked that part, too course i was i was just gonna say the body horror in this is so real i like the moment that really gets me is when um ginger is sitting on the ground and b has her and she's just kind of like crying because she like you know she's like i can't like I'll, i only feel good if i'm tearing something apart like you know and she's like having that like just uh that total like my body is taking over me and i can't stop it like moment yeah. that's like that's the body horror moment. Oh my God. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, yeah. So I love that aspect of it. Um, and then my final effects though, but I don't know where I should have put this. Maybe in effects, maybe in hair. Bee's wig. Oh my God. <laughs> that's some wig you got there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's all I got to say on that one. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, a great effects movie. Like seriously, so good. So Definitely. Good. So good. Um, music. Music is my life. <laughs> All right. Well, 
music is one of my notes that's lacking, which is crazy because I love the music in this, so I don't know why I didn't write anything down. Um, I've got, got a little something here. Yeah. First of all, before we take off, our composer on this was Mike Shields. He also did Tucker and Dale, which we already talked about. So there's that. Take it away, girl. Um, you know, I will just say I, I really like the soundtrack on this one. The score is really cool. Um, it's got this kind of like 90s, like uh, late 90s, kind of like almost like trip hop, kind of like violin. Reminds me a little bit of like Portishead at a couple months, stuff mm. like that. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Um, other than that was like my main note is just it had this like 90s vibe to it that I really love, like 90s trip-hop alternative kind of thing with the violins in there too and it was a little quirky um I wrote rock during their lacrosse game I guess I liked that too it was a little rocking and tense piano at one point apparently yeah I remember exactly where and I was trying to figure out when this movie would have been shot um this might have been shot again I didn't make it so I don't know but I read online that this movie was um, had issues getting released because of Columbine. It was shot before then. I just realized that was a terrible pun. Because um, <laughs> that happened in April of 1999. Yeah. So this was possibly shot in 98, which would explain, even though it didn't come out until 2000s, that late 90s feel we keep talking about. Because it was yeah. the late mm -hmm. 90s when this was makes shot. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that makes so much sense. Again, I really like the music in this, and I don't know why I didn't make any news. I think I was thinking it, and I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. But I loved our music and our compositions. So good. Totally. Totally good. All right. Aging. Stand the test of time. Well, we just said it. This feels like 1998 <laughs> for sure. So 98, 99, late 90s vibes, 100%. Everything from the clothes to, again, the music, um, just the overall feel of it. I, yeah. It ages well. Like, I think, I mean, the message is still, mm -hmm. the message is still really relevant. Again, like, it's such a metaphor for, like, becoming a woman and like just being a girl in this world um being a teenage girl in this world and all the mm -hmm. horrors that come along with that i think that's message that never ages um everybody i mean women are gonna like relate to this movie till the end of time mm -hmm. uh so a credit to the writing again and uh just you know what she decided to tackle um with this story absolutely absolutely um i agree with everything you said and the late 90s were my favorite yeah. <laughs> era in everything. Um, horror movies, probably, and fashion, and looks, and hair. And I am addicted to those 90s retrospective Instagram uh, accounts. So addicted. I mean... Do you watch I, the one girl? I can't think yeah, of her name right now. There's a few. There's a few of my regulars, I'll call them, which yeah, I we'll subscribe to. We'll have to compare notes because there's a girl that I watch and her videos make me crack up so hard because they're all like retro late 90s, early yep. 2000 like references. And I'm like, 
oh my god i remember when we destroyed our faces with that face wash or the the like the face pads or whatever i know the one you're talking about and she's just like she it's like her watching her former self like do her face and so it's her and she's like scrubbing with the oxy pads or whatever they're called not you know what are you doing and she's like no and then she just like cries yes one single tear i think that was the 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 girl um username something along the lines of over the moon and far yes. away or something yeah, like that. yeah the, that's her yeah I also shout out to her kate, she's hilarious shout out to her she's hilarious also her friend katie steinberg is also hilarious she's an illinois girl and um she has the same type of account and they've done videos together too i think so, i know who you're talking about yeah right real pretty real pretty um young mm-hmm. lady and there's a few more that two two to three more i follow more a few <laughs> two more for sure that i am addicted to and every time i'm like yep yep jenna barclay is my other mm. favorite um, i think i know her blonde. too she's yeah. blonde kind of short straight blonde hair and um she does a lot of fashion stuff and yep i'm in love with her anyway um that's my favorite era and i am living for these instagram accounts <laughs> oh they're so funny i'll literally like laugh like so hard about some of them because i'm like oh i remember <laughs> went down an instagram real rabbit hole two nights ago for like two hours watching the same kind of content fun like yeah i've done that and this was the content you know sometimes it's dog video sometimes it's 1999 you know (laughs) (laughs) okay twist careful this is the moment when the supposedly dead killer comes back to life for one last scare not in my movie i know you have a list um because that's this is like your best topic honestly Uh, it gives me so much joy to hear it but i i have one note on twist and it's not really a twist maybe it's story i don't know um werewolves seem to really like eating dogs so does that mean they're cannibals i don't know i just thought it's just thought (laughs) <laughs> it's a good question it's a good question you know because they are both in the canine family yes. yeah so they really like eating their dog friends so it's like ooh, okay yeah. anyway and and the dogs really don't like the werewolf people no they don't they're not they know they're not friends at all they know mm-hmm. oh no yeah. no no they're like you weren't born this way poser mm-hmm. Yeah, you ain't a dog. You ain't a real dog. I'm just kidding. Dogs would love you regardless because dogs are the best thing in the world and they love everybody. And so it's like, they'd be like, oh, welcome in. Welcome to being a dog. Come on over. Let's tell each other and eat some food and roll in the grass. That's how a dog would act. And then they get eaten. Hopefully not. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a symbiotic relationship. Not a symbiotic friendship. No. Not at all. Anyway, girl, I know you got twisted. Lay them on us. Okay. Right off with the dogs. Not the dogs. Um, Late start on the periods. Oh, she started. (laughs) Oh, so the werewolf attacked. Uh, Dogs don't like her now. Silver, maybe. Um, Has to be a cure. The flowers, maybe. Um, This flower is really complex to use. Mommy's going to burn the house down. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm drinking the blood, too. Just kidding. It made me sick. Um, The end. Uh (laughs) (laughs) mom is going to burn the house down is my favorite 
That was my favorite. That I love that moment too, where like the mom figures it out. She finds the body. She finds the little fingers. She's got the girls, and she's like, "No, we'll just uh, we'll just start a new life and go somewhere new. And I'm gonna burn the house down." It's like, "What about dad?" And it's like, "What about him?" <laughs> I love that too. She's all about and her girls, man. I know, and I'm like, "Oh, mama's on board. Mama's gonna burn this shit to the ground, start a new life." Oh, very stepfather of her. I know. I <laughs> love that part. So good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pacing. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? Oh, this was perfect. A perfect movie for me. Perfect. Yeah, I think the pacing on this one, I didn't have too many notes. Um, didn't nope. really lose didn't really lose my attention at any point. And again, because it's so super relatable, I just I was mm-hmm. in. I don't think this movie ever lost my attention, um, both then and now. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. a big deal for me because if you listen to the show, you know that I my attention span lasts for about an hour and then I start to wander mentally or physically. You know, I start doing other things. Um mm-hmm. This movie has always kept me. So that's kind of a really big testament to the storytelling and the directing of it all. So definitely. Mm-hmm. Scary. <laughs> well, you know, like, like you said, and like we've said throughout this entire episode, it's really scary being a, a girl. And that's really capitalizes on that, that notion and thought and is kind of genius. Yeah, I mean, they touch on it in multiple ways, too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, going through all that hormonal change and all that stuff, but then also just, like, dealing with boys and dealing with other girls in your life and um, trying to be a good sister, but also, you know, kind of, like, you know, moving apart at times just because Mm -hmm. that happens with friends, with sisters. That's a hard moment. Like, it just hits on so many different levels mm-hmm. of like being a teenage girl and the horrors of that. So that is the scariest part. Um, I'd be interested to like talk to some of my guy friends about, you know, their thoughts on this movie. Um, just to hear from a male's perspective, like their take on it. But that's for sure the scariest part. Um, I also did think it was fairly, um, I thought it was kind of scary and cool when the werewolf first attacks her because it happens so fast. It yeah. just jumps and she's gone and you're like, oh, shit. Um, and you know, American Werewolf in London had that kind of like fake out fast, you know, where Jack is on the ground, he goes to lift him, and then the werewolf comes out of nowhere. So I really liked that. But yeah, it's the whole being a teenage girl is the scary part of this one. It and it it is, and it's done very well. And again, it's a metaphor for turning into a werewolf and turning into a woman, the whole thing. Um, so yeah, I just I thought I thought again, genius, genius yeah. storytelling, guys. Yeah, you know. I will argue anyone on this. It's so good. Same. Okay. Story. Tell us the story. What story? Yours. Okay, so I was telling Nina about this. Um, <laughs> in my heart, for the last eight years, um, I have always felt this is a this is a Christmas movie for me. Not because it's a Christmas movie, but nine years nine years ago i got my first christmas tree as an adult in november right yeah and as we're setting up the tree it was a real tree the one was cool and you have to water and stuff you know um as we're setting up the tree i was watching ginger snaps oh and so i always relate this movie to getting a tree 
and setting it up. So for me, this is a movie that I always watch around the holidays since then for nine years. I watched this movie for the holidays and it's fitting that the town is Bailey Downs from a Christmas Horror Story. Because since I discovered that one about four years, five years ago, maybe four or five years ago, I've been obsessed with that one. And that is a Christmas viewing watch to me. And I don't know why I never put the two and two together until just now. <laughs> and it all comes together. It all, it all comes, comes together. together. Yeah. So this is, this is a Christmas movie for me. Even though it's not, it is. <laughs> love that that's so good and now i have to watch this in conjunction with christmas horror story like back to back totally there you go christmas double feature christmas double feature um other story plot points i liked um i've talked about some of this already um like you said in your twist the silver bullets don't kill them um they talk about the werewolfism is like an infection, not a curse. Other movies portray it as a curse. I really like that. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh shit, this is a Halloween movie. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. It should have been an October pick, but I don't care. It's worth it. Nah. Um, right. When we're finally done with our October movies and we have nothing else, we'll loop back around to this. Yeah, for sure. Um Part two, talking about part two for a second, um, does not pick up exactly where this one leaves off, but it it really flawlessly picks up the story of of Bridget. Um, so it's really perfect in that sense. And I'm really, really excited for you to see part two for sure. Awesome. Do you have any uh, more notes on story? I think I covered all the main points of the story. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I noticed that I really liked. Um, You know, again, like their sister relationship. Mm -hmm. I really liked seeing that. Um, Also, like, shout out to, like, the shout out to the kind of, like, dark, uh, spooky, you know, teenage girls. I feel like we all have that phase. Mm -hmm. Um, I was one of those girls. I mean, I was reading about killers and stuff like that when I was their age. And um, I liked, like, animal bones and stuff like they were wearing. So I'm like, I like these girls. Um, So I really liked the characters that they were. Like, I... Again, they're so relatable, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially to me and like my friends when we were that age. So really liked that too. So good. So good. Um, Hey, Jamie. Yeah. Do you have taglines? I definitely do. Yay. (laughs) Tagline rewritten for accuracy. Um, I have four. Uh, One is from the Netherlands release, um, which is interesting. Okay. So we got, she's got the curse. They're weird. She's got the curse. Now her sister tries to save her. Hmm. That's the Netherlands release. And it's like, okay, I guess. It's kind of more of a a storytelling. I was going to say, I think it's just kind of the plot, but okay. (laughs) They don't call it the curse for nothing um i like that one kind of yeah because it, it has a double meaning it does um hungry like the wolf i like that one <laughs> a lot. and then my favorite of the bunch ginger snaps dot 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 and bites 
that's the one I know. That's the one I remember. Same, same. Um, and that's the best one. So they they really went with the best one for like the majority of the releases. I feel like so. <laughs> you know what? At least these ones were accurate. I know. Sometimes they're just not, and it's like that's not the movie. Like that doesn't no. <laughs> well, it's like you said in Mother of Tears, and this is the clip we use for the segment. Tagline rewritten for accuracy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. All righty. Overall movie rating. So I really love this one. It's not it's not one that I've revisited in a while. It's not one of my like regular watches or something like that. If I'm going for a werewolf movie, I'm probably going to go for American Werewolf. Um, next would be The Howling and Ginger Snaps would be the next one. Love werewolves, but they're not my favorite either. Um, mm -hmm. Just the ones I love, I love. Mm -hmm. um, all of that being said, again, love the metaphors. Um, love that it's written by a woman. Um, all of that being said, I'm going to give it like a, a seven and a wolf boy. So mm -hmm. it's almost an eight. Almost. That's awesome. Oh, I am right there with you. Um, you know, werewolf movies are not movies I frequent often, like I said. But I might actually watch this one the most. Um, mm -hmm. Because, I, I, like I said, it's an annual Christmas watch for me. And I probably watch American Werewolf once a year, maybe, as well. I watch it um, all the time. The Howling, not so much. Oh, that's there's no shame in watching it all the time. I'm not ashamed of it. That's my that, happy movie. Where I'm that like, is your I happy had a movie. long day. I'm sad. I'm sick. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm happy. I'm going to watch American Werewolf. <laughs> the movie for all moods. Yes. American Werewolf in London. Um, I love that for you so much. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm just, I don't watch movies over and over again in the course of a year. Um I haven't done that since I was like a kid. And I think I learned my lesson because I burnt myself out on a lot of movies and now I never yeah. want to see them again. And then Henry burnt me out on a lot of movies and now I never want to see them again. And I like them before he watched it every other day. Um, so I don't, I'm not really a repeat viewer on movies within the same year. Most of the time I watch this one at least once a year. I watch American werewolf at least once a year. I watch the howling even less. So, I'm going to go with you on the seven and probably, you know, some pumpkin earrings and maybe even an animal skull necklace. Okay. So seven and a half ish, I would say, right? Yeah. Seven and two accessories. Yeah. Which is, I mean, depending on the accessories, that's, that's a pretty big boost. Pretty good accessories they are. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say those are pretty cute earrings. So that's just a pretty good boost. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I want them. Yeah. Okay. It is fun fact time. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. Yay. All righty. Finding my fun facts. Let's see here. Again, these came from the internet. So some of them might not be accurate. If they are not, I apologize. Okay, so this one I really don't know if it's true, but I thought it was cute. And that is along with the coincidence that Catherine Isabel and Emily Perkins auditioned on the same day. The two actresses were both born in the same hospital, attended the same preschool and elementary school and private school, 
and worked at the same talent agency. <laughs> so, and they both worked on Supernatural. That's a fact. But on the other things, I would like to believe it's true and it's fun to think about, but it's the internet and it just seems really, mm, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Hey, okay. there might be some there might be some werewolf mojo in the air that made this so seriously. Okay. Maybe they were both born on a full moon. Wouldn't that be swell? And so they were destined. Destined to be together as werewolves. That would be a great reality show. <laughs> That'd be a great reality. <laughs> yes. yes, it would. All right, director John Fawcett refused to use CGI on this film, opting for yes. the creature effects to be prosthetics and makeup, yeah. and that's why we love it. Yeah, we do. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> Catherine Isabel's monster makeup took three hours to apply and then an additional 45 minutes to remove after shooting. Uh, yeah, this is this is where I read this. Due to the fact that the film features teenagers in violent situations, the production had difficulty getting funding because of Columbine. Uh, yeah. So this probably was filmed in 98, then, I would guess, yeah, right? I could see that, yeah. Yeah. I think Scream also had an issue getting released. I'm pretty sure. Scream 2 or something like that. I can't remember. Um, this film was the fifth highest grossing Canadian film of 2001. Nice. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Shot in six weeks. Bridges hair is a wig. That could have been a twist. I know. <laughs> I know. It's a wig. <laughs> and that is all I got. I talked about all this other stuff already. So there we go. Good facts. Yeah. Good facts. There's some fun ones in there. Hope they're true. I do too. That'd be fun. <laughs> okay. It is time for shout outs. Whoop. All right. First, we need to shout out our Patreons, John, Mike, Bill, and Alex. And there was much rejoicing. (laughs) Oh, we love you, boys. We love you, boys, so much. At this moment, Mike is on a trip. I think he's in Arizona, or he's going to Arizona. He's he's on his way to Arizona, I think. Yeah, he's on his way to Arizona today. Um, I'm not sure how he's getting there like if he's flying or if he's driving but yeah he's, he's doing his biker trip so there's that um bill super cool guy Let's talk about the 90s he started in a bunch of my favorite commercials of the 90s blockbuster yeah. included so we have a blockbuster <laughs> tie-in on this movie john morgan our our original number one supporter love that man he's the best yeah and of course um alex our repeat hellraiser guest my boo my leather Yay. daddy i know leather daddy my favorite leather daddy i love <laughs> you we love you all but yeah you know you're all very very special to us but those those mm-hmm. four gentlemen are, are super special for all different reasons yeah so, yeah we also need to shout out all of our listeners we love you guys too thank you so much for sticking by us all these years it's amazing um, extra shout out to my coworker Christy, okay? Because she listens at work, um, and sometimes she'll walk up to me and go, "Summer, summer," and I think like, you know, something's wrong. Like she has a task for me or something, and she'll quote something we said in the episode. And because these episodes are filmed in advance, I'm like, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> you're like, oh god, that was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I don't, I don't remember. 
and I can't remember when we're done. We've talked about performance amnesia. We don't know what happens when we turn recording off. We're like, what happened? No. So I've yeah, already she'll, forgotten she'll... half of this episode. No, she, I remember most of it. <laughs> she comes up to me and she'll just quote me to my face. And she goes, I'm listening to you right now. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for girl. Extra shout out to Christy and Christy, Hell girl, yeah. if you're listening to this at work right now, you better come over and tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> Watch her be like, hey, I'm coming over and telling you about it. I'll be like, what? Exactly. And you're like, huh? <laughs> it's true. You asked warning, for this. Might, this. This might be how this conversation goes, Christy, if this happens. So just so you know. <laughs> just so you're prepared. <laughs> right. All right, next we have to shout out Artist Clark. What are you, an artist or something? These are rather good. They're very good, actually. Clark is a genius. So genius and so fun. Such a genius. Clark is another video store buddy of mine because he used to work at Hollywood Video. And that's when we first met and became friends. We lost touch and then found each other again on Facebook. Turns out he's a horror guy, so that's cool. Yeah. Clark is going to be our guest when it come, when we do the stuff. Oh, I'm so excited about that. That's going to be so fun. I'm so excited for the stuff. Um, I tried to start doing my homework on it, and I got overwhelmed. <laughs> I was I, – I, there's so many great things that I wanted to say. I'm like, okay, I need to really, really focus on this because it's yeah. like – I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. Um, I know. Better get our A games on for that one. I knew it was a good movie, right? I did. Yeah. Um, I knew I liked this movie. But when it comes to breaking it down, my brain had like a spasm and it was like, ah! so yeah, definitely have yeah. to have to do that homework more focused for sure. <laughs> um, and then David O'Hanlon, our author, our babysitter massacre author. What's that book about? Oh, this is something special oh you know he's busy doing his writing thing he was telling me some stories he's working on some story ideas he's working on um he said that uh his publisher um offered to like maybe do a hardback version of his book and i said but he said it's not long enough for a hardback and first of all says who i had some hardbacks as a kid that were like 100 pages you know yeah totally but I said, why not an anthology? I would buy that where you have like the four of your books in one. R.L. Stein did that. I love anthologies. Yeah. Right. R.L. Stein put four of his Fear Street stories in one book. Why not? So that would be cool, David. We would love an hardback anthology of Babysitter Massacre, right? That would be dope. It would be so cool. And by the way, have you ever thought about doing a werewolf Babysitter Massacre? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Just- just saying um he was listening to our leprechaun one and he's like actually i have thought about that space theme <laughs> he texted me actually i have thought about that i think that would be so fun, <laughs> to, just, fun. to just play with that trope you know um, right I, I, I think that would be fun you know and to which of course i said what are you talking about oh you're listening to the ep- <laughs> got it got uh-huh. it <laughs> it's like what okay whatever you say but yeah no david great author Check out his books. You can get them on Amazon, and they are worth every penny. You're going to have a good time, guys. Yeah. 
Last, but definitely not least, we need to bring on producer Nina. Nina. Hey girl. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so when is the first time you've seen Ginger Snaps, huh? <laughs> so I was over at a friend's house for like a sleepover and um I think it was around Halloween or sh like really close to it. Um my her parents were setting up for Halloween and it was like a big thing at their house. And Love somehow that. it came up like because we were like looking for a scary movie and um she was like, well, what about Ginger Snaps? And I was like, what's Ginger Snaps? And all of them were like, you haven't seen Ginger Snaps? <laughs> <laughs> so they like pulled out this giant binder full of DVDs. Aww, and they awesome. had like, it was like a bootleg thing with like a Sharpie <laughs> scribble on it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. So they put it I love in, they had a binder like, of DVDs. <laughs> yeah. Just full. Such a 2000s thing. And yeah. I still have it, binders of CDs. I gave mine up a long time. Yeah, I don't ago, have any but... anymore. <laughs> yeah, I had a downsize. Um, but yeah, I watched it and my whole life has changed. But I hadn't seen it since. And uh... I forgot how much fun it was. And I felt like I was a teenage girl all over again. It was glorious. Aww. <laughs> yeah, it, all it of does... the joke, all of the quips. It was perfect. Like, I was definitely B in high school. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's seriously so relatable it does like bring you back to like that yeah. time and yeah, really their really mom is. is like the worst mom and the best mom at the same time <laughs> like she yeah, has no she clue and, but she's ready to burn the house down for them so it's like exactly. <laughs> she is the best and worst mom but a terrible wife a horrible wife what? she's like ah, what he just judges me <laughs> Yeah, burn it down. <laughs> I think she only got the guys so she could get the, the daughters. Probably, yeah. Maybe. She right. seems like the type. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so cool. I love yeah. it. I, first of all, Nina, I love, not only do I love the work that you do on the show, I love when you get to come on and tell us about the first time you saw this movie, whatever Aww. this movie is what? at the time. Because you yeah. have like you have a history with these movies, and it's so cool to hear it other people's experiences. This one, I have a lot of really fond memories because, like, mm -hmm. that friendship meant a lot to me. So, yeah, Aww, totally. I love that. See yeah. that, Aww. and and like I have with Suspiria, I remember, I remember, and Jamie, I think you too. We remember the feelings of watching this for the first time. We had that flashbulb memory, right, of watching Suspiria. And it sounds like you have that with this movie. You remember the whole experience. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, and you know what? Shout out, shout out to you. Shout out to teenage girls. Shout out to teenage girl friendships. I mean, what a, what a time. What a time in life. Um, but shout out, shout out to girls all over the world, man. It's uh, not, always, not always easy for sure. But we have each other. <laughs> over the last two days guys i've watched two teenage girl movies 
Aww. Well, three I if you count teenage this. Teenage girl movies. <laughs> one, one, they're like fake teenagers, kind of like Slaughter High. They're clearly thirty, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one was Mean Girls. I love, mean, I, love right. mean girls. I love Mean Girls. I was just mean referencing girls. that earlier today because I saw Aww. the the guy that plays the principal. I'm just like yeah. quoting the line where he's like, "I don't care how long it takes, we will keep you here all night." And he, she was like, "We can't keep them past four. I will keep you here till four. <laughs> so here till four. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Uh, I was, I was, I laughed out loud a little bit when in his opening with Tina Fey and she's uh, spills the coffee or whatever on her shirt and she's taking yes. the top off um, to change it, obviously. And, and uh, he comes in and she, he's like, how was your summer? And she's like, I got divorced. He's like, I broke my arm. And she's like, I win. And I'm like, I feel you girl. <laughs> feel you. <Yes. laughs> right now I win. Um, <laughs> but the other teenage quote, teenage movie was superstar. <laughs> I love oh, Superstar. <laughs> Me too. I forgot. Oh. I forgot how much I love this movie and these characters in this movie so much. So much. I mean, I knew I liked it, but I had all the feels again, like like Nina, like you did. And and I was just like, God, this is so good. And again, about teenage girls, about teenage girl relationships and about a mean girls and the bullies and the unpopular outcasts, right? So it all has that same teenage theme, just summer horror and summer comedy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I propose that um, Superstar be a, like, we consider that a musical because there's so many song and dance numbers in it. That counts. <laughs> I'd say that counts. Counts for Absolutely. me, man. We got a robot. <laughs> We've got several songs. We got a yeah. dance. Um, yeah. The mom from Mary Poppins is in it. Hello. I know. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So anyway, um, that was been my watching uh, this week. So three <laughs> teenage high school movies. <laughs> I have been like gore, gore, gore. I watched like Hatchet and then I watched yes. like Terrifier 2. Like yeah. I was watching them in a row and I was just like, give me blood and gore this week. <laughs> That's what I did. Practical blood and gore this week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I've just been watching my, um, you know, my homework, my Hellraiser. I tried mm -hmm. to watch the stuff, like I said, put that down. Ooh, I watched. Okay. So I propose this be um, a segment on the show. All right. Let me know what you guys think. Okay. Recent watches. Ooh, yeah, yes. Right? Just a little off segment, something Nina can participate in too, of course. Or we can just like list some of the cool things we've watched this week, whether it's old or new. Right? Yeah. I love that. Um, so uh, those are my recent watches. And those, those were your recent watches. Nina, what do you have? Any recent watches? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's actually not been movies because I just haven't had the time to commit. I'm currently in the process of packing and downsizing my entire life and do one car load. Um, so that's been fun. Um, but I've been sticking with like Frasier, not Frasier. I know similar. what you've been watching. Um, yeah, Becker with Ted Danson and Terry Farrell. And I'm just like, and you know, I love I you, my Becker. So. Show is. <laughs> yes. yes. You know I I've been watching that Becker. while I've been at work. It's nice. perfect for when you're at work, but like, because it's I like forgot. white noise in the background. It's so great. And he's so, he's perfect. But um, 
you forget the things that were in there like not just the jokes but the serious stuff too and it's like oh it opens up with a little boy with aids yeah episode one and there's there's they're talking about like different religious beliefs in another episode and like i'm like how did my parents let me watch this because heavy racism strict christians yeah and it's crazy and then i've been watching curb your enthusiasm all right (laughs) yeah i wasn't wasn't bob in that too yeah the guy and bob they played bob in that (laughs) Yeah, and Ted Danson just guest starred in an episode um, yeah, with his wife, there you go. and it was perfect. But yeah, I I've been meaning to watch it forever, and I love Seinfeld, so I was like, I'm gonna give this a shot. So I'm still in season one, but like I'm loving it so much. So Aww. I've seen it's parts really of awesome. season one. I've seen yeah. parts of season one. It's pretty. It, it didn't. I didn't stick with it, but it's pretty good. And yeah, me. similar yeah, humor good. as Seinfeld. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for sure. All right. Well, those have been our recent watches. <laughs> I just, you know, I stole this idea from um, the podcast that Christy used to be on a few years ago, um, and I always thought it was a fun little like talking point. So I think I think that we should incorporate this in our episodes at the end. I think it'd be fun. I yeah, for idea. sure. I do too. It gives listeners a chance to get to know us more. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And like I said, gives Nina more of a chance to participate at the end. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I have a voice for I have a voice for radio and a face for uh how does it's Bill Mosley that says that. What is it? I have oh. a face for radio and a voice for silent movies or something. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we love Bill. We yeah do. he's the best bill, bill is the best <laughs> bill is the best i love um i love that we incorp- we started incorporating his chop top line for our music music is my life mm-hmm. <laughs> so good so good all right well this has been ginger snaps halloween in april um jamie i'm done are you done i'm done all right well with that i'm summer i'm jamie And you have been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls or offer any movie suggestions, feel free to send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. If you really like the podcast and want to help out financially so that the dolls can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening. Bye. I agree with everything you said, and the late 90s were my favorite yeah. <laughs> era in everything. Um, horror movies, probably, and fashion, and looks, and hair, and I am addicted to those 90s retrospective Instagram uh, accounts. So addicted. I mean... Do you watch I, the one girl? I can't think can't of her name right There's a few. There's a few of my regulars, I'll call them, which yeah, I we'll subscribe ha- to. 
We'll have to compare notes because there's a girl that I watch and her videos make me crack up so hard because they're all like retro late 90s, early yep. 2000 like references. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember when we destroyed our faces with that face wash or the the like the face pads or whatever. I and know the her... one you're talking about. <laughs> and she's just like, she. it's like her watching her former self like do yes. her face. And so it's her and she's like scrubbing with the oxy like, pads or whatever they're called. Not like, you know. What are you doing? And she's like, no, and then she just like oh. cries. Yes, one single tear. I think that was the 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 girl um username something along the lines of over the moon and far yes. away or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. the, that's her. Yeah. I shout also out to skip. her. She's hilarious. Shout out to her. She's hilarious. Also, her friend Katie Steinberg is also hilarious. She's an Illinois girl, and um, she has the same type of account, and they've done videos together too. I think so, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Real pretty, real pretty um, young lady. And there's a few more that two, two to three more. I follow two more a few. <laughs> two more for sure that I am addicted to. And every time I'm like, yep. Yep. Jenna Barclay is my other mm. favorite. Um, I think I know her blonde. too. She's yeah. blonde, kind of short, straight blonde hair. And um, yep. she does a lot of fashion stuff. And yep. I'm in love with her. Anyway, um, that's my favorite era, and I am living for these Instagram accounts. <laughs> oh, they're so funny. I'll literally, like, laugh, like, so hard about some of them because I'm like, oh, I remember. <laughs> I completely went down an Instagram real rabbit hole two nights ago for, like, two hours watching the same kind of content. Fun. Like, yeah. I've done this, that. And this was the content. You know, sometimes it's dog videos, sometimes it's 1999. You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>